Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a... I mean, it's... No, no, no. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly, the TV podcast where we chat about our favourite shows, chat shite and go off on a few crazy tangents. I'm Rebecca. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And if you'd like to, you can support the podcast on patreon.com forward slash shrine pod where you will get access to early episodes. Or episodes early, that would make more sense. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? I written this half asleep. Now... Over the past seven days, Brendan sat on a man's shoulders for the whole of Adele's gig at Hyde Park. Hannah was dining out with her husband-to-be, which I saw from her Instagram stories. And I was drinking wine in Rosslare, County Wexford with my mum in the sun. And we were not really watching any television. Let's no. call a spade a spade. No, 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 no. I watched a bit now. I snuck a, a bit in. I did, I did two episodes of Atlanta, the first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building and the last two episodes of Stranger Things. Jesus, you're showing us up, but um, we will discuss that a, a few bits and pieces now in a minute. But on today's podcast, we're very excited because we're going to be welcoming Dairy Girls <laughs> icon Siobhan McSweeney to worship here at the Shrine. First though, how are you both? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. I spent the weekend in London, honestly had the best time. Went to see Adele on Friday in Hyde Park. She was amazing. Spent the entire gig on uh, my friend Tom's shoulders. I was like, I just kept tapping on the shoulder. Oh, like, Tom, Tom is a lovely yeah. man. I was like, Tom, please uh, put me on your shoulders again. There's, I don't know what it is about being on somebody's shoulders, but you just it's feel... It's so exciting. It's so exciting. Uh, so Gabrielle supported Adele. So I was on Tom's shoulders for Gabrielle. Uh, she was amazing. Did the same for Adele. Also amazing. Had the best time. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I went to see Moulin Rouge, the musical. Visually incredible. Musically, not necessarily for me. Itchy, itchy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they just, they just I'm shoot. I'm shocked. No, 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 honestly, so visually, it is the most spectacular thing I have ever seen on a stage ever. It is visually incredible, like mind-blowing. Musically, they just shoehorn, it's just a jukebox uh, musical, so it's shoehorning loads of uh, pop songs, like a medley of lyrics into conversations, and there was points where like the audience laughed and I felt like we shouldn't have been laughing. Right. It, it wasn't do they, for they me. Do that. They have loads of different songs in the, in the in music. In the movie, they do yeah. have uh, montages yeah. and stuff, yeah, but just there's a lot more yeah, in this. So you've, got, like, you've got your Adele's, your Lady Gaga's, your Bruno Mars, your, you know, yeah, your CeeLo oh, Green's. Right. Uh, yeah. It wasn't for me musically, but visually stunning. And then Hannah, I finally got to go to Fallow, a restaurant which I have been following online on Instagram for a very long time. And then it transpired through a series of events that Hannah's <laughs> friend's now husband 
is the owner of said restaurant and I went for a roast at Fallow on Sunday and it was worth the wait. It was delicious. I'm actually going to his wedding this week so I'm going to come back and tell you exactly we're going to the south of France and he's a chef and the dad's a chef so it's going to be 10 out of 10 but follow yeah just got named the 13 best restaurant in the UK like who am I now like a restaurateur (laughs) it's incredible Um, yeah it was it was honestly delicious and then Brendan you you were we've been talking about it for years and you finally got to go yeah 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 so I'm thrilled so what a fabulous all weekend Hannah what's been going on with you well to be honest I've been living vicariously through your Instagrams because I've never seen anyone fit so much into one weekend like it was gigs it was shows it was this restaurant it was so you had a ball um I didn't do much now I took it easy it was my first weekend off since April uh, just before I go to France for another wedding and I just what I caught up on a lot of telly lots of new stuff that I was so so excited about I'm delighted that Atlanta is finally screening over here because they have got it in the States in March and it's absolutely so weird and so brilliant and I'm so happy it's back only Murders in the Building, which I think honestly was my favourite show last year, is oh, back as well. So I need to watch that's it. like my co- my cozy murder show. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. And I'd get a real nice cup of tea and a biscuit and sit down for that. And then Stranger Things, I just finished. We won't do any spoilers yet, but I I just didn't expect to love this season as much oh, as I did. It was so, so good. And like I kind of was a bit worried that the last part was gonna be crazy. But it was so good and you didn't feel, you know, the first episode was an hour and a half. The second one was two and a half hours. It just went by in a flash. I absolutely loved it so much. Flash. But very sad to say goodbye to a particular character. It's it's not finished though, is it? There is another series, yeah? yeah? they're going to do yeah. season which five. Which they've confirmed. Okay. Season five, which is the last one and it is coming in 2024 and Netflix released the TV, well, I was about to say movie poster, but show poster for it already. Did they? So they did, they did it Um. I, I, all my days are amalgamating into one so they either did it today or yesterday recently um, and also guys one more thing I want to talk to you about I know this is a TV podcast but I went to see Elvis oh my oh, god it's so, so good. good be still my beating heart if this wedding even goes ahead are you joking me that yeah. was stunning and like I heard it was three hours I like a long movie but I was like oh three hours I'm a little bit tired we went on Monday night it's like I'm potentially going to fall asleep at this even though the cast was amazing and the music was amazing I did not expect to be blown away yeah. to the yeah. level that I was it's unbelievable it's brilliant but like Baz Luhrmann you know Butler. it's going to be good and Austin Butler Austin Jesus Butler, yeah. Christ he's going to win every if award going he needs to win every award going I'm sorry but like I, you do go into a music biopic kind of shit in it because they're like they're hit and miss and they're more miss than hit and I'm yeah. like oh god it was brilliant. So good. So, so, so good. Um, I think I'm going to go and see it again. I also just couldn't believe how young Elvis was when he died. Yeah. Yeah. And like just how hard a life he had. I kept thinking about Britney if she didn't escape that conservatorship and like the fact that she done Vegas and he was forced to do Vegas. And yeah, I didn't know any of that part of the story oh. at all. And what I tell you now, In the Ghetto has been on repeat on Spotify since I watched that movie. Loved that song. Is that the one it, you've gone for? It played I've at gone the for end. Jailhouse Rock have you? I have ever. Yeah, for oh. me, it's In the Ghetto. I love his cover of Unchained Melody. That performance, the way it merged from uh, Austin Butler's face into the yeah, real yeah, album. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, Oh, Jesus stop. Christ it's on repeat in my house and I'm cooking the stir fries 
Yeah, so I'm like the screaming women, like the fainting women back in the fifties. <laughs> like, that's your what knickers. I was like at that film. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and like his, like his ex-wife, like Priscilla and Lisa Marie, like Lisa, they've all been praising um, Austin for his portrayal as Elvis, and she they're walk completely the behind it. Yeah, I'm so glad though that they're behind, behind it, and it, that, yeah. that yeah, you know what I mean. It because just feels very authentic. Like remember the Whitney one that came out? Like it does make a difference when the estate and the family actually support the story that's being told. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so yeah, very so interesting. That, that and Top Gun Maverick. Jesus Christ. Top Gun now for me was ten out of ten. My I loved it God. so I'm much. So surprised by that. I loved it, guys. I weeped through that movie quite a lot. I just cry my <laughs> like, eyes I cried a lot. Now it's cheesy as hell, but like <laughs> I loved it. Oh, it's it's all about like masculinity and your yeah. I thought it was great. Level of Jesus Christ. I couldn't. Now, I love that they put the old. So I know they didn't do Take My Breath Away, but yeah. like the start, the song at the start, Highway yeah, yeah, to the yeah. Danger Zone, Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I yeah. was like, my good God, I'm a Tom Cruise fan. The man in front of me in the cinema like jumped into the air, whooped and hollered at the start, like at the first takeoff of a plane. He yeah. was that into I it. I know my fella's dad's gone to see it three times. <laughs> three times? I do want to see it again. It's like a Tony Robbins seminar. I went out punching. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like how I felt. I was surprised that you used love. No, I loved it. I know, Top Gun. Like, I only watched Top Gun recently for the first ever time, uh, like a couple of months ago. But Jesus, that and the JLo documentary. Yes. I was like, I am motivated. Oh, I was sobbing at the JLo documentary. When I she loved was reading it. The reviews of Hustlers. I was bawling for the woman. And you know Didn't what I loved as well? That's it, Hannah. That, no matter what, though, it's like, and she's like, no, but I'm here to spread, you know, the message to the people. It's not about the award nomination. I'm like, I oh, yeah, but she deserved the nomination. No, she, of course she did, because life's not fair. Yeah, life's not fair. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. I just thought, Jesus, if you need some motivation now, <laughs> forget your whatever your calm app or whatever for the meditation. Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, Super Bowl halftime show, the documentary, oh, and Top to Gun Maverick. I've never seen like, and we'll never see that. Yeah, it's again. unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> so, so that's what we watch for a bit of like a kick up the hole. Uh, Reb, you had a lovely weekend as well. What did you do? Oh yeah, not much. I went to Wexford. I was Foraging. in Lair. I was with my cats. Um, I was in the polytunnel my dad and my mum grow a lot of vegetables and fruit so um, a squirrel had actually eaten a lot of the strawberries <laughs> so my dad's having a fight with a squirrel like real awkward my dad went down to the polytunnel and he was like oh great I'm going to bring all the strawberries back because my mum wanted to make an eat and mess for her book club Lovely. right this sounds absolutely outrageous I just Sorry, very, 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 him and, yeah, like, does. Yeah, does, and yeah. I wanted some strawberries for my porridge during my stay sure hadn't a squirrel eaten the whole thing <laughs> like my, the whole patch of strawberries were gone the squirrel was rotund my dad was chasing the squirrel around the garden anyway I got a few strawberries so I was growing vegetables this weekend I watched Stranger Things and I also have been watching um, so obviously The Real Housewives Hannah I know that you've recently started watching Beverly Hills I'm on season 4 it's taken over my entire life <laughs> no like it took over The Real Housewives took over, over the pandemic <laughs> yeah like I was like trying not to go to work because I wanted to see <laughs> what was happening with like Munchausen and Lisa Rinna and God knows what. So anyway, they actually have this series. Um, there's only two seasons of it so far. So it's Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. And this is where they get some of the most iconic housewives from all the different franchises. So I'm talking New Jersey. I'm talking Atlanta, Beverly Hills, New York. They all go on a holiday together. So the first one, they went to Turks and Caicos. This series, it's all ex-housewives. So Hannah, have you met Brandy Glanville yet? In your... Oh, I'm- 
I'm well averse to Brandy Glanville. She's written her second book now in the season that I'm on. <laughs> okay, so she's in this. So Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Brilliant. Trip, Ex-Wives Club. They all go to Dorinda's house uh, in the Berkshires, Bluestone Manor. They're all there and they're all scrapping with each other. And my God, it's like, it's just all stars. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, like, it's all these iconic characters all scrapping and it is just pure drivel, escapism, reality TV gold. So when you watch a few more franchises, Hannah, Check out Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, um, available to stream on now with a Hey You membership. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There you go. I absolutely will. That's a brilliant, brilliant advertisement. Also, sorry, do you know, like, I actually got an email from now. They're like, we're reducing the price of our memberships. I was like, great. <laughs> Would they like to sponsor the yeah. podcast? No, they are. <laughs> N- Netflix going one way, now going the other. Yeah. Well done. Good for them. Anyway, yeah, yeah all the Real Housewives franchises. So, yeah. Did I talk about this on this podcast before? I was on the show. Have, I think you have done. Have I? <laughs> I like it all rolls into one. For my apologies to the listeners. <laughs> I just did the same spiel that I do every week. We're both week. sitting in a studio wondering which one we're on. Yeah, Are yeah, we doing like, the show or the podcast? I, did I speak about this before? <laughs> anyway, Dorinda Bluestone Manor, get on it, girls, get on it. Um, so, guys. We now need to chat with our guest of honour. Yes. We're so excited to be chatting with her. It's so ridiculous that this is actually happening. And Hannah, I love that this has all come through a flag, your flag. This is this is very, very exciting. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I sort of half made a joke when the tweet kind of went viral. Like, as in, I put it up and I was like, she might see it. It'll get 100 likes. We'll have a laugh one of the days of Glastonbury. Then it started to go really viral to the point that I like kind of wanted to delete my Twitter. Like, I didn't feel comfortable with it anymore. <laughs> but every morning we'd wake up at Glastonbury, we'd look at the new fights that were happening underneath the flag and we'd kind of have a laugh and read the comments. And then when we got home, I was like, she has seen it and she is talking back and forth and retweeting a good bit about it. I was like, do you think, do you think we could get her to come on the podcast? Like, I just was messing through it out there. <laughs> Chanced my arm one day when I was a bit giddy, DM'd her on Twitter. And now sister George Michael is joining us on Shrine. Our special guest this week is an Irish legend best known for playing sister Michael in Dairy Girls. And she and Hannah have become online BFFs after Hannah's <laughs> Dairy Girls flag went viral at Glastonbury. <laughs> Siobhan McSweeney, how are you? 
Hello, hello, how are you? Lovely to uh, hear you. Uh, lovely to uh, hear you as well, Siobhan. This Thank you so gosh. much. Thanks so much for talking to us. Come here, we need to talk about Glastonbury and the flag. Tell us about the moment you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, oh, it was, it was a, I will never forget the moment that I saw that flag. <laughs> uh, the, the, the clouds parted. But if you remember correctly, that was the day that Roe versus Wade had been overturned. That was exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was on social media and online just despairing and feeling really, really, I don't know if he had it as well, but it's sort of, uh, I know uh, other people have spoken about it, that the sort of horrors during yeah. repeal <laughs> yeah. and all the stuff that even yeah. though we got the outcome that is right and, and, and deserved and fair, the fact that we had to fight for it for so hard, it sort of, I thought I was okay with it with all that time, which I found myself sort of like getting quite scared again and getting quite upset at the idea of what mm. uh, what bullshit is going to happen. And then I saw my face on the Irish flag <laughs> <laughs> at Glastonbury. Um, I mean, Sister Michael is the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? You know, she that, that, that woman, I'll never be rid of her, which is great because I really quite love her. But it was so good to see, to see it. It made me laugh so much. It just sort of, for me, uh, sort of epitomised the, the wit of Irish people. And also... I don't know if you know this. I used to work at Glastonbury for years. What? No. What did yeah. you do? Where? I used to. Uh, I used to like help run a lot of the uh, of the beer tents there. I used to work for the Workers Beer Company, and I've been going to Glastonbury since I was back in university. And I think the last time I was at Glastonbury, um, I can't remember what year it was, but it was one of the years of the really bad rain mm. okay I, yeah uh, I was I was uh, I, I was really grumpy I, I like I used to love festivals but I worked at them so much I hated them like hated them I just sort of felt this like rage when I'd see people in funny hats going you know you're, it's not a fucking you can't buy a lifestyle with that um, so I used to get more and more and more grumpy um, so it, it culminated with um with this fella coming, it was really bad rain and the, the mud in Glastonbury is like Nutella. It goes really weird. Like it's very, I've never <laughs> seen mud anywhere else like it. And a fuckwit in a canoe, in a canoe. Who brings a canoe to Somerset? <laughs> a canoe started coming towards the tent no. and everybody was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh no, this is it now. I'm, I, I've had it up to you. And he, he he came in and he asked for his two pints anyway. And I told him, <laughs> told him we were closed. <laughs> and my manager sort of took me aside and went, okay, okay, you're, you're, you're back to the prefab. You need to sort of sit down and relax. I was so over the whole festival at that point. And I've never gone back. Um, so it's really nice to see. I, I mean, it's probably the only way you'd get me back to Glastonbury, <laughs> just printing my face as a on a flag on, on, a, on the tricolor. Yeah. Yeah, and you were with us. You were with us for the whole weekend. You are a meeting point. You came to uh, Diana Ross with us. You came to Paul Hartley with us. <laughs> we wouldn't have there was about thirty of us there, and we would not have been able to find each other if it wasn't for you. And we sort of like hemmed and hawed over the flag design for a while, but we settled and we wanted Sister Michael, but we settled on that one with the quote Christ underneath it because of all the complete and utter shite that keeps continuously happening before we even knew that we would yeah. be there and hear about the Rowan Wade. 
decision. Mad things seemed to happen at Glastonbury. We were there the day that Brexit got announced as well. So right. it was um, it perfectly yeah. epitomized for us how we felt about everything, but also uh, gave everyone a laugh. Oh my gosh. And I, I tweeted that I want all wanted all yeah, the Irish people to, <laughs> to storm the pyramids. I tried my best to organize that, but we met so many Irish did people. You? That's what I wanted to know, actually. We did. did and you? it was another Irish flag that we kept seeing. We'd see them at some gigs and we're like, right, well, they have great taste. And then we'd be beside <laughs> each other at other ones. So we were coming together. And then so much crack on Twitter. I didn't expect it as well. Of like people spotting our flag on the tally and stuff. So it was brilliant. Oh, that is so wonderful. That is so, so wonderful. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought Sister Michael would bring people together? I don't this think that would be her intention in any way. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Siobhan McSween is very delighted that that's what happened. Okay, well, you've brought her up now, Sister Michael. We need to just really quickly touch on Derry Girls, the final season. It was just phenomenal. Like, we're all in our 30s. I think we're the perfect sort of age group and demographic that just it just hits home with so much hilarious and heartbreaking, and mm. we miss it already. Do you have a favourite scene that you filmed over the three seasons? Oh, crikey. Uh, um, no would be the short answer. I When people ask me before... Um, I used to talk about. Is it the first? It's the first series, I think, where uh, she comes out and she says, um, "It's at the talent show." Oh yeah, it's the last. Uh, you know, every year I I listen to people sing these songs backstage, and it often <laughs> makes me think that uh, the original, how good the original recording artists were. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, that, I loved filming that because I sort of. I would never do stand-up. makes me feel terrified, the very idea of it. Mm. But I kept laughing because I thought that Sister Michael was sort of being a stand-up at that point. Um, and everybody else was sort of laughing as well. It, 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 it was good fun on set that day. But, I mean, to be honest with you, like, Hannah, I'm still... I'm still processing the whole the whole thing like yeah. you know when when everybody else saw the last uh thing the last episode that's when we saw the last episode and uh, wow yeah, okay she, yeah so it's been a huge part huge part of my life for for so long so I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still processing her you know and thanks to uh people like you I'll never be rid of her <laughs> oh you never that flag is coming with us every year <laughs> I might even go back to Glastonbury just to see us. I might. Oh, Siobhan, if we get you to Glastonbury beside the flag, I'm telling you now, my life will be. That is my new Love goal. It. Love it. Bring it on. Siobhan, were any of your iconic lines ever improvised on Dairy Girls throughout the series? No. Lisa nailed that shit down. Amazing. Lisa wrote, uh, is responsible for, for so much. Well, obviously, because she wrote them, but she the scripts were perfection. I, I ask any actor this, um, if the scripts are good, that's half the work done, really. Um, and your delivery was also was, perfection. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of, I, I understand that woman completely. So I know <laughs> how she, <laughs> I know how she talks. She's not. I don't think she's like me, but I do understand her very, very well. But I, um, she was uh, quite good in sort of allowing me to improvise into the scene and yeah. sort of at the end, like we just sort of get in and out of the scene a little bit. But 
why why would anyone be so arrogant to think that they could improve on perfection? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Siobhan, there have been rumours of a Dairy Girls movie slash a Sister Michael spin-off. Uh, would you be up for either? Have there been discussions about either? Uh, there have been no discussions. Um, would I be up for it? How do you top that last that last special? Yeah. Mm. Genuinely, where, where do you put her? The girl talked. You know, like, I, I, I don't know where you, I, like, it's weird. It's sort of, I've never been with a character for so long. It's sort of like a bit of a, a death or something, isn't it? In a way, you sort of have to grieve her in a way. But also you don't want to sort of add to the awful um, spin-offs, <laughs> the canon of awful spin-offs. But, you know, who knows? I, I'm, I'm very lucky to be doing stuff that really interests me. Um, and part of the reason I wanted to be an actor was to sort of live as many lives as possible. Mm. Um, and I'm sort of excited about what what other lives I can live, what other what, what other things I can get away with as a chancer. <laughs> now, speaking of other lives, you were also in the fall, which we absolutely are obsessed here with on Shrine Podcast. Do you think that could ever return to our screens? Oh my gosh, that cast. That yeah, I mean, cast. It was incredible. Is, is, is anyone alive left in Belfast by the end of that, really? You know, <laughs> I got very nervous as I had dark hair. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> nervous that Jamie Dornan you know, was coming for you. Was like, the, what's that? Nervous that Jamie Dornan was coming for you. I wouldn't be too panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nervous, hopeful, whatever. <laughs> But at the read-through, I remember looking around and all these like dark-haired beauties and stuff. And I thought, fuck, I'm in a biopic of the cords or something. I didn't really <laughs> <laughs> every, every beautiful dark-haired woman in, in, in Ireland was in that read-through, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. That was, that was, I think, my first, that was my first telly role. Um, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. Um, Siobhan, you broke your leg. It was last year and you actually spent some time in an old folks home uh, for a bit. What did you learn about life during that whole experience? Um, I was on heavy painkillers at the time, so I learned very little. Um, No, I I must admit, uh, all jokes aside, skibbering old folks home. I, I, I don't know what I learned, but I'm very grateful for the kindness that wasn't you can't fake kindness do you know what I mean you can be polite and you can be professional and you can do a good job and they were all those things the staff were there was also an added kindness which when you are vulnerable be it through illness or old age like it 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 really helped it Mm. really really helped and I suppose there's always a fear around these places. There are so many horror. We only hear the horror stories, don't we? But I can tell you that um, that I, I had a I had a really nice time, and they were a great place. And if we are unlucky enough to end up in a in needing help away from our families, I think um, I think there are worse places to be, you know. And I was looked after marvelously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, made me think also how badly paid and how hard the work is yeah. that they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's they were only getting older. I mean, I'm not having children. I can't be arsed. Um, 
to take away the attention from myself. From so, yourself, uh, of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Siobhan, this is obviously a TV podcast. I'm wondering what TV are you loving at the moment? Oh, um, I've just finished watching Sherwood. Oh, yes. James Graham yes. has... It's just, um, I'm, I, I'm sorry, it's on the BBC, but it is on the BBC. And it is, it, it's extraordinary because I think it does what the writer James Graham does really, really well, which is, I mean, I, 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 I've always liked his work um, and they've always been quite political and he, he really knows how to put forward an argument. But I think with Sherwood, he has hit it out of the park with this immense amount of heart and um, compassion and empathy. I don't know. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we loved yeah, it. Yeah, we love it. We loved it. Did you like it? Did yes. you love it? I just and I thought the performances were great, but it was a real. It was a real um, rallying cry, and it, it, it uh, for for a lot of for a lot of things. Yes, the sort of politics and you know the the inherited trauma from yeah. the the miners' strike and and split up communities and stuff, but it really it really um, I loved the idea of like uh, male inarticulates in male in in our, <laughs> ironically I can't articulate <laughs> um, be, of 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 young fellas not being able to speak about their mm. feelings and stuff, yeah. which I think is a huge 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 area that we have in Ireland as well and and a real sort of um, room for, 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 for awful things to happen. So I thought it sort of, it shone a light on, on, on that as well. Did that make sense? I, th- I feel I was quite inarticulate yes. there. You were very good articulate. Telly. Watch it. You're friends. <laughs> I thought that was really articulate, to be honest, uh, from someone that's just woken up from a nap. So I no, mean, no, I can wait for telling tales now. Telling tales. I uh, I believe that you recently started writing, did you, Siobhan? So are you like, are you working towards anything? Are you just enjoying being creative in that way? Are you writing a book? I think the lockdown uh, taught us about just doing stuff to pass time and doing stuff for, for its own enjoyment. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things on the go. Oh. Now, are we talking telly? Are we talking books? Are we talking movies? Give us a little... Play? Uh, a, a, a possi- possibly a, a bit of the first two. Oh, 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 it's very weird. It's oh. very strange, you know, because like as an actor, I've no problem discussing my uh, my work, but I feel like a, a big fucking fraud when it comes to anything else, really. Um but sure, look at. But we'll you see. have to give we, it a go. See if you enjoy it. See if you're good at it. I'm sure you'll be phenomenal. Thing about Ireland, we all know about good writing, though, don't we? Well, we're so you're always under. You're 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 always you know above your head is the big heavy tomes of the literature greats. You know you can never sort of like think that you could add to the to the canon there. And, and I don't think I am. But I think sure, if I aim for mediocre, um, I think I could probably hit mediocre if I keep at it. Well, we're excited <laughs> to uh, watch what you write. Yeah, big someday time. <laughs> on a bigger, small I'd screen. I can't remember I'd what hold Hannah said. You to that. Yes, um, Siobhan, Right. Obviously, we love talking about TV. It's a TV podcast. Is there any TV show in particular over the years that you might have watched that maybe, I suppose, a pivotal time in your life, um, maybe a good or a bad time that really shaped you personally or professionally? What TV show was like your comfort blanket or what TV show made you think and made you, I suppose, more open or just really stimulated you at a certain time in your life? 
Right. So an easy question. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what, what TV show has stayed with you? Do you know, um, when I was very small, uh, my mother for a short time took me to ballet classes. I know. Can you imagine this in a tutu? How cute. Um, but uh, this may come as a shock. I wasn't very good at ballet. And I was eventually, I think, asked to leave. But during, I, I think it was like Thursdays, I was I, I was brought to ballet. And when I'd come back, um, fame would be on. Oh, yeah. The television series Fame. So we're talking about the 80s here. And Mam would make, uh, we'd have stuffed tomatoes for tea. <laughs> she was a fantastic cook, so stuffed tomatoes. Uh, and and like bread and tea or whatever, you know. And I remember any time I hear, I mean, it's such a, it's such a, like a, a, a lovely answer, isn't it, fame? But the, the the all singing, all dancing television series, you know, thing costs, and this is where you pay. I remember thinking, oh crikey, there's a whole world there, and like my my memory of it is like still being in my fucking leotard or whatever, and curled up on the couch, and mam and you know dad crossing the television while he's putting on the putting down the fire, um, and so feeling cold, and then feeling really cozy, and having my tomatoes and stuffing. And watching watching fame, and I think that sort of stuck with me because I don't like it's. I, I sort of speak about it with other actors, but I don't know if it happens in other professions as well. Where you sort of know, you sort of know, and you sort of you feel some sort of understanding for what you want to do or what you are, maybe. And I think little baby, clumsy, uh, plump little ballerina girl knew that she wanted to act. Even then, like yeah, wow. so I, I I remember those moments. That's lost, amazing, yeah. um, Siobhan McSweeney. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. We're going to have a very quick, quick fire round at the end, if that's okay with you. Of course. Okay, Rebs up first. Um, Tato or King Crisps, Siobhan. Tato. Way. Yeah, that's the right answer. Definitely. Um, noisy neighbor or nosy neighbor. Ooh, I yeah. had both. Jeez. Noisy. Why why noisy? No, hold on. Oh. Is this the one I prefer? One I prefer nosy. Nosy. Prefer oh, nosy one. You can well. shut the curtains. Yeah. And then you get the gossip yeah. off them as well about the other names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. My last one now, as you are an Irish woman living over in the UK, what is your favourite thing about Ireland? Duns. Oh, Savita. <laughs> we were only in there today. I couldn't believe the value. <laughs> <laughs> Quality That's and the value. Best answer. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best. If we don't get this fucking podcast sponsored by Duns now, then I give up. <laughs> if I don't get sponsored by Duns, yeah, brand if ambassador. I don't get sponsored by Duns. And Siobhan, really, really quickly, um, what are you working on at the moment that you can tell us about? Uh, um, uh, go on. Oh, there's something that I can there. tell you about. Yeah, or you can make it. Yeah, no, there's hint. lots of stuff. Uh, I have. Are you in line of duty uh, season seven by any chance? Uh, you're the guest lead. No. Yeah, you'd be great. Human. You'd be no, amazing. but I am. I am. I am a, a guest in a Christmas special that's coming out. Shut um, the front um, door. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Christmas special of Line of Duty, but of another program. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh very exciting. Okay, Gavin and Stacey. Is it Gavin and Stacey? My first thought. 
Oh, look at the smirk. No. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Or maybe it is. Oh. <laughs> I, I am actually sweating. Jesus, guys, Christmas specials. Uh, what can we... What can Mrs. Brown's boys. Yeah. Are they doing a Christmas special um, this year? Strictly. <gasps> strictly. I'm not saying... No, I know. I sorry, 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 okay, sorry. We'll no, stop. No, fair enough. Stop. No, we'll we'll stop. sign the NDA. I will. I will. I, will, I sign the NDA now. Yeah. They'll be after me. They will. They'll be after me. <laughs> their guns point to their little, little red dots on my forehead <laughs> yeah. uh, as we speak, if I dare to mention what it is. Um, no, it was a bit of fun. Um, and I am in prep for... Uh, we're going into pottery again. Lovely. Yes, I love the Brilliant. pottery throwdown. And yes. this time I'll be able Two to legs. fucking stand. I will be <laughs> dancing for you if I need to. Yeah. I mean, sort of. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe I'll do some ballet. Um, <laughs> could Pirouette. Just the old leotard. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for chatting with us on Shrine of Telly. And we can't wait to watch you very, very soon. Thank you so much Thank for having so me. Much. Thank see, you so much. Thank you. That was brilliant. Yeah, you, we have to see make it there. happen. Thank you so much. Oh, Siobhan McSweeney, thank you so much for that lovely chat. Give <laughs> over. Oh, give over. Okay, we're so not that professional. We're not that professional. So we're recording the outro before we've actually done the interview, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Of course it is. That was so. Listen, <laughs> at the end of the day, do you know what? It was so nice of Siobhan to chat with us on the podcast. <laughs> we're under time pressure, guys. See, yeah. We have to record this beforehand. Yes. Anyway, Siobhan. We're too Imagine if she doesn't turn up. It was a fantastic chat. Minutes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, thanks so much for joining us. Right, will I do the outro? <laughs> will I go? Yeah, go on. Okay, go on. That, that's it for another week of Shrine <laughs> of Telly. If you have a few minutes to spare, we'd really appreciate if you could subscribe, share the podcast on the social, please tag us at Shrine Pod, and share the love by giving us a five-star review on Apple. The world and its mother has a podcast these days, so it's hard to stand out, guys. Um, so thanks a thousand. You can email your TV recommendations to shrinepod at gmail.com or you can DM us and we will be back next week. Until then, stay classy and keep slaying. I hope Siobhan actually turns up for this interview now. The same. (laughs) This is TV worth talking about and we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM. 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.